My name's Ants, and welcome to Sloth Love Chunk, a Goonies super fan podcast. Each episode, my co-host Matt and I discuss an aspect of the 80s cult classic film, The Goonies. We're both huge Goonies superfans in love with this timeless movie for the past almost 40 years. Join us each week as we discuss everything Goonies. We'll be talking about production details like the screenplay, soundtrack, deleted scenes, merchandise. We'll even be talking to other Goonies superfans like you. Who knows? Maybe we'll even have somebody special stop by the house to use the bathroom. It's going to be amazing. So come on, grab your treasure map, go to wherever you get your podcasts, and find the rich stuff with Sloth Love Chunk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, ready? Okay. Three, two. Hey, you guys. And welcome back to another episode of Sloth Love Chunk. I'm your host, Ants. And I'm Matt. On this, the fifth episode of Slot Love Chunk, we are going to discuss the Goonies soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Now, just the soundtrack, not the score. Mm-mm. Score will be its own episode. Sorry, Hans Zimmer or That's whoever the guy Dave is. Gruzen. Man, you just, oh, yeah. Whenever you know. say stuff like that, it makes me, you got to throw away your super fan. I'm, cha- I'm, I'm mouth, dude. That's what I'm, that's who I'm being right now. <laughs> So uh, before we start discussing the soundtrack, I want to take a minute to shout out Mr. Instagram handle Goonies underscore 1985, who actually gave us his, if you listen to last episode, we ranked the Goonies top seven, top nine really for us. So anyway, he gave Mm -hmm. us his list as well. So I'm going to go down his list real quick, just real fast. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate him uh, reaching out, giving us Mm -hmm. his list. So number seven, he did not include Willie. Or sloth, okay. In the Goonies, hang on. Little preface: I haven't heard this list, and I'm not buddy buddy, so I'm allowed to be critical. Yes, yeah, why not? Okay, all right, let's hear it. Mm-hmm. So he did give an explanation at least for sloth, why he's not on the list. Okay, he says he's not currently a Goonie, right? When the mm-hmm. movie, like when the movie's going, like he's sure. adopted, so he doesn't okay. consider him a Goonie until after. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh-huh. And then Willie just left off. All right. So number seven, Brand. He says he's just muscle backup. <laughs> True. He was my number nine. Yep. Number okay. six, mouth, likable bully. Uh, likable is a little far, <laughs> but sure. Number five, Steph, an unsung realist of the movie. It's an interesting oh. take. Hmm. Four, Andy. Come on, it's Carrie Green. Matthew loves Carrie Green a little too much. Number three, Data. Ingenious, Mm -hmm. comical, lovable. Mm -hmm. Number two, Mikey. It's our leader, but not his number one. Okay. And his number one is, of course, Chunk. Always his favorite guy and the unsung hero, which is exactly what what I said, too. That's why he reached out to you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So if you guys, you know, if you guys want to reach out, give us your list or comment on any of the episodes this episode, you can find us at slothlovechunk.com, Instagram at slothlovechunkpod, or you can email mm-hmm. us at goondocks at slothlovechunk.com. All the socials. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I'm trying. 
you know. No, you no, the you're doing out. a good job, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. So the soundtrack, Matthew. Musica. Did you do any research for this episode? I did. I did. I I listened <laughs> to it. I watched the movie again. You know, I learned a lot. Yeah, I'll let you take the lead on this one. I take the lead every episode. Bro. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> You're the music. You were a music major, weren't you, in college? Isn't no. that what you did? Oh, well, no. you had a guitar, so that that qualifies you to criticize music. I think we'll just do this off of the original '85 soundtrack Mm -hmm. they re-released it what 2008 they added two more tracks on the re-release which you can find like on any of the streaming platforms like youtube spotify Mm -hmm. whatever when they re-release it they added two tracks which was the cindy lopper goonies are good enough dance Mm -hmm. mix and they added the eight arms to hold you vocal remix Hmm. what's crazy is on the soundtrack the only like score song mm-hmm. was the Goonies theme. They did not include the Fratelli Chase. Which huh. is crazy because I think the Fratelli Chase is the more recognizable song. Yeah. You know? It's even been used in commercials. It appeared on Dave Grusin's one of his albums, one of his like greatest hits albums. It was on there, but you could only really get it on the score hmm. soundtrack. All right. So <laughs> the soundtrack was released by Epic Records. And most of these musical acts were associated with Epic at the time. And I think, as was the case, probably, I don't think they do it anymore, but most soundtracks, the songs were made for the movie. You know, like this was the only place that you could get these songs. Oh, so they yeah. didn't, they didn't like decide, hey, let's put together this cool soundtrack by picking apart all these other Yeah, artists. no, like, like these songs were just for the soundtrack. Oh. So the soundtrack itself reached number 73 on the Billboard 200, which is pretty good for, you know. Wow. From movie soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah. But they did release individual singles from songs, and they performed a lot better each one. Like, I think, well, we'll get get to it when we get to it. A little more backstory. The story is that Steven Spielberg asked Cyndi Lauper to be the musical director for this soundtrack. So she had a hand in, like, picking the bands Mm-hmm. that go into it if you look at the back of the vinyl the album from 85 it actually lists her as musical consultant and then it also it's kind of weird where it has like album producers some dudes names mm-hmm. says Cindy lopper musical consultant and then it has commanders in grief and it says it says richard spielberg and steven donner where they is like, it so that's some kind of like fictional band they threw in there <laughs> No, no, it's just right. like it's like producer credits, but they oh, they, producer credit, they yeah, right. Flip, they transpose the names mm-hmm. for Steven Spielberg and Richard Donner to Richard yeah. Spielberg and Steven Donner. I hope there's not really a Richard Spielberg out there thing, just <laughs> fuming that we're the dude's like, Where's my royalties? And we're not giving him any credit for his part in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also funny to me that the track listing from the album doesn't match how the songs play in the movie. Hmm. It would make it a lot easier, really. If you're trying to follow along, I guess. Let's go track by track. So number one, The Goonies Are Good Enough by Cindy Lauper. Tell me about it, Matthew. <laughs> it was playing on TV when they were tying up brand, Anthony. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's yeah. Uh-huh. And then it plays it plays in the end credits as well. You don't know shit, bro. It does. You don't know shit. Yeah, so it does play the scene. Mm-hmm. They tie a brand with his, you know, exercise band. That's what do they call that? The dub, vocal dub, or something where you can hear the goonies. Like goonies, goonies. Uh huh. 
what's interesting too is on the screen you see Cindy Lauper singing on the TV, uh-huh. and people say that uh, people say that like when you see Cindy Lauper singing on the screen that it's not from the video, mm-hmm. but it is from the video. We're gonna have to spend a whole another episode just on Goonies are good enough video. Are you talking about the one with the wrestlers and all that? Yeah, it's it's actually from part two. She's oh. wearing that. She's got the same getup. She's got the same flower in her hair. So I'm pretty sure it is from the video or at least from the, the second part so this you're telling you're telling me this song was written specifically for the film goonies yeah. are good enough yeah. they didn't it wasn't i'm good enough and then they just made it the goonies are good enough well i mean she titled it good enough but then warner brothers they made them put goonies are good enough because they wanted it to they wanted to have that marketing synergy uh, well you know i was i was reading the lyrics and i was trying to you know, read into how it how thematically it plays. I don't think it plays at all. No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't huh. think the lyrics have anything really to do with it. It's kind of. I don't know. Yeah. You try. Hmm. To, I, I mean, don't think we can reprint the lyrics. I wanted to just to play like clips from the songs, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to, right? Yeah, I feel like, I, feel like I could do it's like fair use because, like, we don't make any money off of this. No, <laughs> this is a monetized and. If- I mean, this is like considered commentary and criticism. Uh-huh. We just be like, boom, good news is good enough. Good. That's criticism. My hope my hope is that if we do use it instead of some kind of lawsuit or civil boring stuff, they send a very old wrestler from that video to crash down my wall. Dude, they're all dead, bro. Iron Are Sheik they? is dead. Roddy Roddy Piper's dead. Andre the Giant is dead. Oh, man. Well, I, any wrestler then just. And actually, no one said you anything because did you know that Cindy Lauper actually hates the song? She does. Yeah, because because it's associated with a movie, or just she just doesn't like it. She never she refused to play it after 1987. So was that during the promotional period? She had a tour, but she played it on that tour. But then after that one, after that 87 tour, she never played it again until 2004. Was that for some kind of? um, She just started. She just no. She was the concert. She started singing an acapella. And then, like, oh. all the fans started joining in. And I think she realized oh, cool. that everybody loves the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Everybody does suck. So then she's like, oh, oh shit. No. Maybe I should start doing it again. Why is she and taking then, it? You want to blow your mind some more? Yes. I don't know if this is legit or not, but listed as background vocals on Goonies Are Good Enough is Robert Davi, who plays Jake. No way. Yeah. That is very cool. I mean, he's singing in the movie. So it kind of makes sense. Well, he's a classically trained singer as well. He has albums oh, out. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do a whole episode just on the music video because the music video is super interesting in itself. Did you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to save it. I got to yeah, save okay, it for the music well, video. I'm like, did yeah. you know about this video? No. I got to save people it. People won't watch it. Here, let me give you, let me give you guys a little teaser. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the Goonies are good enough was released in two parts that the music video, the first part of it was released before the movie came out. And then they released the second half of the video after the movie came out. Whoa. And there's like, you can find three different versions of it. Actually, mm. We'll talk about that later in some other episode. All right. So no, track number two, Eight Arms to Hold You by the Goon Squad. This <laughs> might be my favorite song on the album. It's just, it's not the word. It's just the same thing repeated over and over again. It's just, I don't know. It's just so like the beat. I don't know. I just love it. Mm-hmm. To hold you near my heart. Yeah. I love it. This song was written specifically for the Goonies. So it was produced by Arthur Baker. 
he put together a studio band, which is probably just session musicians, to record this song. And that's why they're called the Goons. The Goon Squad. Yeah. Goon Squad. Goon Squad. Even if you look at like the album and it has each band in like their little profile photo thing, it has Goon Squad and it's in the Goonies font typography. Whoa. The Goon Squad, yeah. So yeah, so this song is famous for being from the cut octopus scene. Mm-hmm. So from the deleted scene, Data, when they're being attacked by the octopus, Data puts his Walkman headphones on the octopus and blasts this song. Hence, mm-hmm. eight arms to hold you. And octopus freaks and bolts. It's very scary. You can still hear this song in the movie, though, Matthew. Where, Anthony? Um, It's when Chunk, right after Chunk does the truffle shuffle. You guys, you're not going to believe me. This time I'm telling the truth. Your turn. He does the truffle shuffle. And he's going in and mouth slams the screen door and goes, you. Yeah. He comes inside. They're playing it. It's no re- way. It's really quiet. You got to really like, you got to either blare your volume or listen real close. Uh-huh. And it's even, it's still playing when Chunk's giving his like most amazing thing. Even more amazing than Tiger H8. All that's going on. The song yeah. in the background. Whoa. And yeah, you gotta have like laser ears for that, dude. That's Gonzo's got the laser ears, bro. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, and also, really interesting about the song as well is it reached number one on the Billboard dance charts in which country? U.S. No way. Yeah, it was. So Goonies are good enough was released as a single. This one was released as a single. 14K by Tina Marie was released as a single. Mm-hmm. The Ario Speedwagon song was released as a single in the U.K. Who's dancing to that song? Which one? The Ario Speedwagon one? No, the the one you said it arms to hold. It was number one, bro. Yeah, who's dancing to that song? I would have danced to that song in the 85. I would have done it. I love that song. Huh. I love it. People you should watch the music video for that one. That's that's a really cool music video. It's sort of like stop motion claymation. Uh-huh. Where this girl has a pet octopus, but octopus loves her, and she leaves to go audition to be a singer in the goon squad and she like leaves all this food out and so the octopus like gets out of its aquarium goes starts eating mm-hmm. the food and it grows from a little baby octopus it keeps growing and growing and growing but during the auditions the girl is getting she's getting roughed up by other it's kind of a weird video everyone's yeah. waiting to, uh, to audition but then people start mm-hmm. like pushing her around and roughing her up so she uh-huh. screams help and the octopus hears it and then he like and he comes <laughs> bursting through the door yeah, basically. And this is all claymation, like claymation and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. And there's this dude that looks just like Savage Dragon. You know what Savage Dragon is? No. You lame-o. He's this dude that's got this big fin right down, like reptile fin down the middle of his head. Yeah. Actually, Arthur Baker, the producer, is in the video, too. He's like playing a producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But there's no other have... like Goonie connection in the video. Sounds like you have a thing for Octopi. Mm. It doesn't like eight arms. <laughs> right? <laughs> It's very reassuring to have eight arms. All right, what's number three, Matt? Well, you're going out of order. I have mine in order. All right, so number three, Love is Alive. Yes, that's what I have. By Philip Bailey. Yes, it is the song that they're listening to in Troy's car when they um, they assault Brand, isn't it? Yeah, Walsh, let's give you a little ride. Love the bike. I don't like that song. It triggers me when I listen to that. It, do, it does. It does. When I yeah, I don't like it. Alive. 
and then all I, all I see is Bran flying. Yeah, the crescendo the makes me. A lot of people like get chills with that when the crescendo of a song. That one triggers me, and I feel like I'm pulling down a. You so, know, do you know anything about Philip Bailey? No, I don't know anything about Philip Bailey. So he was actually an early member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Whoa! And he's been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well as the Songwriters Hall of Fame. It's pretty interesting. Because you know, you know him. You know him. Is it because of the Goonies that he was inducted into those things? Uh, well, like you probably know him from I me, mean, Earthman and Fire. It's very yes. popular. Mm-hmm. He had like a huge song with Phil Collins, Easy Lover. Easy Lover. So get a hold of you, believe it. So it was Philip Bailey and She's a kind of- the Phil and Phil, and Phil right? What? Philip Bailey and. They're both Phil's. I didn't even think about that, huh? Phil yeah. Collins, Phil Bailey. <laughs> Number four. I got nothing by the Bengals. I like this song a lot too. That's that. That is when Andy is teaching her fellow airhead cheerleaders, Troy lovers, how to do a pyramid. Okay, you guys, let's try the victory pyramid. Okay, so all right, the victory pyramid. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. you hear stories like if you go on Wikipedia and stuff, they'll say that. Cindy Lauper fought to have the Bengals included on the soundtrack and that the Bengals were like unknown unknowns at the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of BS because I mean they'd already had an album. They I think they were pretty well known. They they had been on her tour before. It, well, that was the fun tour. That was the fun tour was mm-hmm. her 84 fun tour. Do they hate that song too? No, I don't think so. They don't hate their own song too. Okay, just Cindy. No. Yeah, okay, the good. Bengals are also in the Goonies are good enough video. In the second part, they play the pirates. Oh, yeah. Like the pirate game. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, a group of very attractive pirates shows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, who are these girls? Oh, it's the Bengals. <laughs> Maybe as a kid, I didn't know who it was, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure at the time, people were like, oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. All right, dude. Number five. 14, um, 14K, Tina Marie. When does it play? That one was hard as hell to find. You found it? I did. Oh, sure, man. Because this was this is my hardest one. This played uh, very quickly too. When um, Chunk calls the sheriff's office, he's locked in the basement with Slaw. Are you serious? And the sheriff has it on in the background on his radio. It's really there. Uh huh. Damn, I didn't. I didn't hear. Yeah, that. I thought I yeah. heard it somewhere else. Mm-mm. I mean, I, it could it could have been somewhere else, but I, that's what I have in my notes. So I'm about to to play this. These songs are these songs come fast. There's not a whole lot (laughs) of exposure. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put a pause on this because I'm gonna pull this up right now on my phone. Okay, I'm gonna see if you're right. Yeah, like the time you told me about the 50 Iranian terrorists who took over all the Sizzler steakhouses in the city. Mark, get back here! (laughs) Just like that last prank about all those little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them. Oh. Yeah, I told you, dude. It's quick. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Tina Marie died in 2010. She was the Ivory Queen of Soul. This one was this song was released as a single, but it didn't perform that well. It was like number 87 mm-hmm. on the R&B charts. Rest in peace. Yeah, she had you a big know. song though. Like you know her other big song, Lover Girl. Yeah, yeah. Sing it for me, Matthew. Love girl. Love 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 girl. Is that how it goes? All I wanna do is be your 
Is that right? Your lover girl. I just want to be your lover girl. All right. That's enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We get it. (laughs) Okay. Number six. Wherever you're going, it's all right. Ario Speedwagon. That is my favorite song of this soundtrack. Nothing exciting ever happens around here anyway. Because that's the moment we meet the number one Goonie in the whole wide world. I was going to say, is that just because you associate it with Mikey? Yes. So much? Yes, a thousand times yes. That is my favorite song. That's it. That's it's perfect. Yeah. He's there in the window. He's lamenting his station in life. He's now those lyrics really match Mikey's outlook mikey's mm-hmm. quest right because it's basically like go west son yep. wherever you're going it's all right like this is going to be an adventure mm-hmm. yeah like i like that those those lyrics yeah. really do match up with this that movie. song planted the seed i don't have a lot of ario speedwagon trivia but did you know that ario speedwagon is named after the rio speedwagon which was like a 1915 automobile it's pronounced rio mm-hmm. but the band just wanted to call it ario to be cooler hmm huh. So it didn't stand for anything, REO? Yeah, they basically said it wrong. I bet you solved somebody's argument somewhere. Uh, maybe. Right? People are yeah. Like, what, what the hell is REO? Yeah. REO. Stupid. And then they get stand into- for records everywhere, obviously. Yeah. You just settled <laughs> a bet or caused a divorce. That's it, honey. That was the last straw. About the damn truck, no baby records everywhere. Obviously, yeah. I'm taking the kids. The hell you are. It's a good name, man. Yeah, yeah. still that one. Jeez. All right, number seven, Matthew. Seven. She's so good to me by Luther Vandross. Rest in peace. This was released on cassette single in the UK. Isn't that remember those times when like you could only get singles in cassette? Like you'd have your vinyl albums, mm-hmm. but singles. They you what were they like seven inch singles? the little smaller records or you could only get them on cassette as a single. Remember that the cassette I, singles, the little sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the first, first single I ever bought was welcome to the jungle guns and roses, little paper yeah. sleeve. I think everyone has a mental image of that cover. Like you say it and it goes, Bam. Yeah. I used to love going to the, I don't even, what was it called? Like Sam Goody. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And just looking at the cassette singles. Because they were like two dollars, uh-huh. you could buy like you know A side, B side, rock out. So this song plays. Mario, señorita. You want a breathing problem? You got one. Hey guys. When you know Mrs. Walsh was saying you're going to be in the deepest, the deepest, the deepest. You know, shit. Yeah, I don't got a lot to say about it, man. What what can I possibly say about Luther Vandross that has not already been said? Right. Let's just not even touch that one. <laughs> this has got a good baseline though in the song. Like mm-hmm. All right. Number eight. What a thrill by Cindy Lauper. Do you know where what part that's on? Yeah. What part is it on, Anthony?
interestingly, this is mm-hmm. all interesting to me. This is track number eight. What a thrill. Track number nine is Save the Night. These songs appear in the movie in the same scene, only mm-hmm. reversed. Right. Save the Night plays first, and then What a Thrill. Like, why didn't they just track it that way in the album? I, I guess because yeah. Cindy Lauper comes first. Of course, she gets to you know? This is the B side to Goonies Are Good Enough. So if you got the Goonies Are Good Enough single, this was the B side. Mm-hmm. And does she hate this song too? I don't know. There's not I, much you know, said about this song. When I started this whole, when I started this, I like Cindy, and now I don't. I'm gonna, dude. I'm I watched gonna... that music video a lot the last couple of days. Uh huh. She's a little schizo, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think no. I could hang out with Cindy Lauper. Like she her, ener- her, tr- her energy is. She showed her true colors. I know that is pretty yeah. bummer that she didn't like that song for so long. Did you? You didn't catch? Okay. Did you see what I did there? Oh God, no! Oh well, yeah, 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 true colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you're hilarious, man. I know. Boom number nine. I gotta quit saying boom. God. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna. I gotta get, a, get better at this stuff. I you're gonna saying, get us like saying, um, boom. I keep saying like, 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 like. You just say literally a bunch. Literally, literally. interestingly. Literally, this is the best album. Literally. Obviously, this Obviously. album got to number nine in the <sighs> UK. Do, yeah, don't do that. Just go back to saying boom. <laughs> <laughs> just so just don't say bam or else they're getting sued. Boom shaker lega. Did you like that what, accent? What song are we doing again? We're doing Save the Night by Joseph Williams. I got a lot of trivia on this dude. This oh. is gonna blow your mind. So this, this, like Anthony said, was um, when old our boy Troy was flipping his coin and speaking flippantly. What'd you wish for? To make it with Andy. <laughs> Did you make it with Andy yet? <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. Yeah. That guy would have been canceled if he lived in 2024. The whole group, that whole group of kids. Would yeah, be I think so. Mm-hmm. So do you know what Joseph Williams is fav- famous for, Matthew? You're just trying to think of something funny and you can't. I know. <laughs> just give up. Dude. What's his name again? Travis Williams? <laughs> Joseph Williams. <laughs> Joseph Williams. <laughs> I don't know. Tell us about Joe. This dude has got a lot. Back hair? No, this dude's got a lot of cool shit. Number one, lead singer Toto. No way. Number two, son of John Williams. I know, you know who, who John is. Williams is. I He's know the who dude that, that is. wrote like the Superman music, of Star I Wars, I know. Indiana Jones. Basically, the most important figure in cinematic musical history, John mm. Williams. That's his dad. I was like, dang. And it only it only gets crazier from there, dude. Go on. He sang the Gummy Bears theme song. And he was the voice of the adult Simba in all the singing songs on The Lion King. Wow. What? Wow. What? Move over, Cindy. There's a new star on this soundtrack. (laughs) That's right. That's pretty cool, you know? They should have asked him to do the Goonies Are Good Enough song. All right, so the number 10, number 10 on the album is the theme from the Goonies by Dave Grusin. We're not going to go mm-hmm. into it. 
because we're going to save that for our score episode. It's going to be better than this one, guys. We're not going to go like we're not going to go, you know, through all 30 something songs. But they're, I mean, they're like two minutes each, right? Triple stones and a ball. Mm-hmm. Ooh, pee break and kissing tunnel. Wow. I'm going to play that for my wife tonight. I'm glad this weren't. Oh, there's a song called Sloth and Chunk. Oh, that should gosh. be that should be our theme. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll play it at the beginning. Low energy Matt today, bro. Which is your favorite song? I think it's I think it's eight arms. Use okay. But like there's a lot of good ones. Um, I mean, I don't really vibe with the Luther Vandross song too much. I mean, I like I said, I love the bass line. Love is alive. I get that it kind of creeps me out. It's a good song, but it creeps me out because of the scene I associated with. Yes. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. This whole album, whenever I listen to the album or for some reason like something pops up on a playlist or whatever it just transports me straight to that scene except for 14k which i don't know where it was <laughs> yeah i think immediately of a sheriff when i hear that song no, you don't. i do do you did you record this fact nerdo where does this soundtrack sit ranked amongst other soundtracks have they ever done that oh like i don't know you know like top there's 100 gotta, movies of all yeah time. there's got to be lists somewhere I wonder if it if they did it like in Time Magazine or like People Magazine or some crap. All right, let me see. It's probably not top 100. I don't know if I can like search it. <laughs> I think oh just to God. us, it's going to be a good soundtrack. But Who do we believe? Like IMDb? It's not even top 100, bro. That sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But like I said, like again. Goonies are good enough was top 10. Billboard top 100. Eight Arms is number one on the dance. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love a Goonies theme? A terrible person, that's who. I don't want to meet somebody who doesn't like the Goonies uh, theme song or soundtrack. Yeah, do you have the soundtrack on vinyl, like an original one? No. Lamo. Yeah, I don't either. I want to get one, but I've been trying to find one that has, they call like with records, with vinyl records, they call them hype stickers, Mm -hmm. which is just like a sticker on the front, which is, listen, you know, this has got a single. So it's pretty hard to find Hmm. this album complete with the hype sticker because i'm all about being like 100 complete right so there was one that sold on ebay in june for like 150 bucks that's not bad it's not bad but they just don't come up okay (laughs) all right so that was all right low energy matt no i had a big meeting today and it sucked my brain straight out of my head out of my ear the shit in your mouth or something they were just like and they crap matt you know they give you the powerpoint presentation along with the PowerPoint presentation. What I don't understand, whenever there's meetings with PowerPoint presentations, why do they read it? It's like you're reading the slide that is up there. Yeah. I can read. What is the point of this? Right. Just send this to me in an email. Like, why? That's, uh-huh. Like, I I need to have you read it to I don't never understand this. I know. And then there, she was terrible at reading it and she was real slow. You know, it's just, I think it's just to put that poor person in a position where they got to go read in front of a bunch of people and let's watch them get nervous yeah. and shaky or some shit, you know? That's uh-huh. all it's for. It's like, yeah. <laughs> let's go laugh yeah. at this person. Yeah, Waste everybody's least. time. All right, Matt. So next week, I have made an executive decision because I'm the only one that does any damn research on this shit. Hey, I make, I know some things. <laughs> I'm going to put produced by ants. And only ants on all featuring. the featuring. Huh. Dude, let's do the deleted scenes because 
I'm pretty hyped after. Oh, yeah. I mean, I showed you the alternate ending. Let's not spoil it. Fairly Mm -hmm. recently discovered alternate ending. Did you totally shit your pants? I did. That was bunkers. Yeah, right. And such a bad alternate ending. (laughs) I don't don't know. Next week, Mm -hmm. let's do deleted scenes. I know it's kind of like blowing our wad pretty early on, but whatever. There's no rules. We can't ignore the lead scenes. Plus, they're just so no. good. And we're, we're Goonies, so we don't care. Well, we're Goonies. Do you know what you do care about? The Goonies Oath. So, if this is your first episode with Sloth Love Chunk, every episode, get used to it, guys. We're going to recite the Goonies Oath. Anyone listening along, raise your right hand if you want to become a fellow Goonie as well. I will never betray my Goondock friends. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war. Good pals like us will stick like tar. In the city or the country or the forest or the boonies. I am proudly declared a fellow fellow goonie. 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 We harmonized there for a while. You guys can also find the Goonies Oath on our website at slothlovechunk.com. Just go to the menu, click on Goonies Oath. It'll have it all written out there for you. Tattoo it. On your butt, that's do it, dude. You'll feel instantly better. I'm telling you, once you, it's just like a, like a cleansing. Where, if you could get the Goonies Oath tattooed on your body, where would you get it tattooed? I would get it tattooed right over my heart, dude. Because that's where it belongs. That's a good one. But then you would forget it, and you would have to go in front of a mirror to read it. But it would be backwards, and then you just fuck it up. Unless you tattoo it flip style. So when you go to the mirror. It's correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you should do like a forearm so you can just pull it up and read it or like just put it on your hand. Well, we learned a lot today. I learned a lot today. Anthony, thanks to your <laughs> thanks to your vigilant research there. I was sitting at my son's tennis practice just like with my mm-hmm. notebook writing I know. listening to the songs, pausing the movie. It was good though. I, I learned I don't I don't care for Cindy Lopper anymore. I'm going to have to see, I'm going to have to look up and, you know, maybe find some positive things about her. Cindy Lopper shares a birthday with my wife. She does. June 22nd. I can finally remember what my wife's birthday is now. Because of Cindy? Because of Cindy Lopper. Dear- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And on that note, uh, join us next week. As Anthony said, we're going to look over all the deleted scenes. There's more than what you think. Mm-hmm. If you own the DVD or the Blu-ray set. So don't miss the next episode. It's going to be great. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on Sloth Love Chunk.